The most rigorous and comprehensive analysis of scientific studies conducted on the efficacy of masks for reducing the spread of respiratory illness, including COVID-19, its conclusions, there is just no evidence that they, masks, make any difference. If in fact we get to the point where the volume of cases is such and organizations like the CDC recommend that people wear masks, I would hope that they abide by the recommendation and take into account the risk to themselves and to their family. Are we really happy with this lonely game we play? Looking for the right words to say. Searching but not finding, understanding anyway. We're lost in this mess. Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. I really, really don't like to gloat, but I hate to say it, but I told you so. All summer long. By the way, welcome to the Tuesday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. A lot of stuff to cover on today's program. I just want to start by saying all summer long, I reminded you that if you believe that COVID was gone. The coronavirus was no longer a part of our our nation. How mistaken could you have possibly been? I felt strongly all summer long it was going to make a major and big time return. No doubt in my mind. It it had to. There's, There's too much at stake going into 2024. And so they they put COVID on the back burner for a little while gave you a little bit of a rest. Instead, they fed you indictment after indictment for Donald Trump here in the United States and and climate change. We heard about that everywhere. If you live in Canada, you've been up to your your you know what in climate change discussions and fear. Anywhere in the Western world. It's climate change, CO2, got to get rid of it. That's all we heard all summer. And because of climate change, the hurricanes are worse than they ever were before, which is a bunch of nonsense. It is not true. Anybody that has an IQ of at least room temperature can look it up and find out that over the years, we've had vastly worse hurricanes than they're claiming we're seeing today. And we're not having more. In fact, it's a known fact that up until satellite technology, we had no idea of what was really going on out in the ocean. Like hurricanes that just stay in the ocean. They never made our news or our radar screen back in the 60s and 70s, just the ones that were making landfall. Like the Hurricane Donnas, the Hurricane Hazels. Uh, You can name many over the past 100 plus years. And so they gin up a lie on fear. And once again, they're doing it with COVID-19 or COVID-23 or COVID-24, whatever they want to call it. They're going to milk it for all it's worth and they're going to lock you down. See, they gave you the summer off. That's all they did. And now that schools are coming back, 
It's time to gin up the fear. You've got these sickos. I mean, these are sick people. These are demonically possessed people that really believe that having your five-year-old wear a face covering or face mask is going to save the world from COVID-19. And they believe their own lie to the detriment of you, your family, and your child. If you have a a son or daughter, grandson, granddaughter, great-grandson, great-granddaughter, get them out of any school that demands they wear a face diaper because you are dealing with insane teachers that are reprobates and have given their souls to Satan and they really don't care about your child. They only care about power and doing their satanic master's job. If you can't see that, that's what we're coming down to. And I'm getting sick and tired of any capitulation to any of this garbage and nonsense. We told you on this radio program two years ago, face diapers were theater. They were worthless. They had no medical basis in real science, except, of course, for political science. We knew a face diaper was about as useless as those who demand you wear them. That's what it comes down to. It's virtue signaling, fear-mongering nonsense. And even here in Southwest Conservative Virginia, you've got people that are dutifully putting them back on thinking, I'm saving myself, I won't get COVID now, and I'm triple-vaxxed. And why are the triple-vaxxed coming down with COVID for the second, third, and third time? It's amazing. How many lies can they get away with saying they just keep pushing it out? And and then are intellectually, morally, spiritually, journalistically, in every way you can ever imagine mainstream media, they're bankrupt. They are sellout, bankrupted fools. They are damned fools. And I'm saying that based on scripture for the lies that they're pushing on you. They are believing a damnable lie, and they want you to believe the damnable lie with them. They want to take your children down. This is, to me, the other other night I was kind of woke up around four in the morning, kind of in this what you call dazed sleep, and I realized what we're seeing when it comes to all of this with the coronavirus the, the fraudulent, idiotic prosecutors that are trying to push stuff here in the United States to overturn an election. A number of thoughts came rushing through my mind that need to be said. Every bit of this is totally orchestrated. There's nothing random. There's nothing left to chance. It is carefully orchestrated. I believe if you wanted to do a RICO charge, do it against the prosecutors that have worked together for their timing to interrupt an election. They know their cases are trash. They know they're, they're, they're just garbage that will not withstand the law. But they'll get a fake, phony conviction, then lose it on appeal. No doubt about it. It's all theater for to keep somebody off the ballot because they know full well that if Trump ever gets back into office, now listen to me carefully on this. You may disagree, but listen carefully. The truth is already starting to come out. 
That's why you got to get really noisy about the indictments. You got to do things. What the government is doing to people like Rudy Giuliani, I don't care if you like him or not. I don't care if you think he's a terrible person. But what the government is doing to him, they could do to you, no matter what your politics. They're trying to bankrupt him by throwing him into case after case after case, needing lawyer after lawyer after lawyer. The government can spend millions upon millions of dollars chasing a person like you down that has nothing and destroy you and bury you. What choice do you have? Once you run out of money, you cannot be defended in a court. Our court system is for sale, but and it's for sale to sickos. It's the sick people running our judicial system. Some of the sickest reprobate people on earth. Merrick Garland is an evil individual. I really believe that he has sold his soul to Satan for a price. Little grandpa-looking Grandma Garland, probably one of the most evil individuals this nation has ever seen the damage he's leaving in his wake unprosecuted cases of child we're talking child trafficking that oh that doesn't matter it's just trump murders you got people that are getting out of jail in less time for murder than they're trying to put away somebody that wasn't even at the capitol on january the 6th who just because he knew about something or may have heard about something. You have people that are being prosecuted for offering an opinion in an email on what certain amendments of the Constitution mean. It is a discussion among lawyers. I thought that your lawyer conversations were sacred, you know, were sacred. You can't just, you know, break into them. But no, you've got this moron, this this witch in Georgia chasing after lawyers for merely giving their opinion and calling it a RICO crime. The real RICO crime is Fannie Willis talking with Merrick Garland, Jack Smith, and Alvin Braggadocious in New York, those four should be put up on RICO charges and spend the rest of their stinking, miserable, horrific, satanically inspired lives behind bars, never to be heard from again by any decent people. These people are trying to steal an election, change an election, and they're, they're, they're playing banana republic garbage. And then you got Fannie Willis wanting to have her big show trial, all 19, and we can run it off in four months. We have the right. If you shred the Constitution, yeah, maybe. And the fact that miserable, that miserable, phony governor in Georgia won't do anything about it is equally as disgusting. If you live in Georgia, keep his inbox full of your just disdain for the way he's running the state. He's ruining Georgia, a state that I dearly love. I want to see the attorney general of the state of Georgia grow a pair and say enough, Fanny, it's enough. Stop it. Stop it now. And sue her for messing with an election. Sue her for RICO. Sue her for collusion. Sue her for not doing her job. There are people dying in the Fulton County Jail because they can't afford a lawyer and they're waiting two years for a trial while she's trying to ramrod this thing just in time to screw up an election. That should be enough to put her in jail, in my opinion, for at least 
Oh, I don't know. Based on what they try to do to Trump, 500 years. Let's just throw a number out there. She is unworthy for her law degree. She should be disbarred. She should be fired. She should be prosecuted. She should be sued for every dime she's worth and put into poverty as a lesson to other lawyers. You don't mess with the American people. You do not do things that are unconstitutional. You do not use the justice system for political gain and purposes. You abide by the law or you pay dearly for destroying the law. And that goes for medicine. For my listeners in Australia, I saw a story the other day. They don't want to talk about the numbers of how many people may have been injured by the vaccine. They refuse to answer because they know the answer is going to put them in trouble. South Africa. Finally, after two years, the contracts between Pfizer and the government of South Africa have finally come out. They fought tooth and nail to bury it. And now that I've read it, I can understand why. Let me just put it this way. No lawyer in his first five minutes of law school would have allowed a client to sign this document. Pfizer admits in their contract to sell their poison, and I'm going to call it that. Sue me. I could care less. We'll go to court and then we'll find out just how poisonous it is. They, never, they admit they never finished studying the vaccines, what's in it. In other words, they're telling South Africa, you know, we have no idea what's in this stuff. We don't, we don't even know if it works. We don't even know if it'll hurt anybody. Yet at the same time, these evil satanic monsters were having the CDC, who they fund heavily, by the way. I mean, let's, let's face it, the FDA, CDC, where does their money come from? <laughs> Not us. Comes from Big Pharma. So they, they do whatever their masters tell them to do. Remember the lie that these vaccines were 95% effective, then it was 90, then it was 10, then it was nothing? They're not effective. They don't work. How many times did Joe Biden and former CDC Director Walensky tell us that if you take the vaccine, you won't spread and you will not get COVID. If you do that, you can take off your face diaper. It's all a lie. And they knew it. With, and the thing is, they knew it was a lie when they told you it was a, when they made the statement. It wasn't that they found out later. They knew up front. So let's understand. Pfizer tells South Africa, we don't even know what's in it. But we, we're being now while we're being told these are the most studied vaccines in the history of vaccines and the most safe and effective ever devised by the mind of man. We're finding out that they agreed that we don't know if they work. We don't know if they can cause damage. We don't know if they're deadly. We don't know anything. We just want you to buy it. And then let's get let's get really serious. The agreement says you can never sue us. If anybody gets harmed, you got to take care of it. Don't come to us here at Pfizer. <laughs> We're not going to. No, 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 no. It's on you. So South Africa signed an agreement that said to, uh, to Pfizer when it came to the COVID-19 emergency use authorized vaccine that we take no responsibility, Pfizer. We don't know what's in it. 
We don't know if it works. We really haven't tested it. And we're going to keep giving you booster after booster that we don't know what it'll do either. Like I say, the disclaimer in the actual contract states there may be adverse effects that we do not know. And if they are, hey, it's on you, not us. Don't don't even come back to us. And so what South Africa do? Hey, great, let's sign the deal. How much of this garbage can we get? And it's not just South Africa that has these kind of contracts. It's everywhere. Indemnification, there is none. It says that if Pfizer is ever sued by anybody for any reason because of these shots, hey, South Africa has to pay for Pfizer's defense, and then South Africa's got to pay any judgment if Pfizer loses. (laughs) What a sweetheart deal. Well, since South Africa, like the United States or Canada or Australia, is made up of citizens and their tax money, it basically says you get hurt, you're on your own. Pfizer never guaranteed anything, not even efficacy. It's a great mystery. We have this stuff we call a, an mRNA vaccine. It may or may not do anything. It may kill you. <laughs> it may disable you. And you've got the reprobates in our government, our disgusting, despicable CDC, the former NIH director, you know, fraud Fauci out there still hawking this stuff and still hawking face diapers. It doesn't have anything to do with your health. It has nothing to do with the pandemic. Talking to a friend of mine the other day, recently went through something, said, man, I'm tired. And I said, well, let me ask a question. Anytime in the last couple of weeks, did you have like a day where you felt like you had a bad cold or something? said, yeah, I did. About a day, day and a half. He's unvaccinated, you know. I said, so it lasted a day, day and a half. Then what? You're just, you're just more tired than you had been? Yeah. Are you doing a little bit better after about two weeks? He said, much better. I said, you just had the Omicron variant, which one I don't know. It could be it could be Eris. It could be uh, Pyrona, whatever the other ones are. There's a bunch of them out there. I said, you just had, you just had COVID. In your 70s, and you're still doing fine, and you're still working part-time. My wife and I went through it a year and a half ago. Same identical symptoms. One day of sne- a little evening of sneezing, a little dry cough, a really mild fever in my case. I think it was like 99.1 or 99.0 for a day. And then just a couple of weeks of, you know, I had to nap in the afternoon. I, I would get up in the morning. We'd have breakfast. I would produce the radio program and then have a little bite of lunch and tell my wife, I got to lie down. We both did. We both had it at the same time. And we'd take anywhere from a two to four hour nap. Get up, make an early dinner, watch some television, and hopefully between nine and 10, we were back in the bedroom going to sleep till seven or eight the next morning. That lasted about two, two and a half weeks. My friend, like myself, the honest truth is we now have a natural immunity to all things COVID. Those that seem to be vaccinated are the ones that keep coming back for two and three times 
being diagnosed with COVID. Whoopi Goldberg, Jill Biden, who knows who else is going to be having it. Some may not even know they have it again. Because once again, as this virus morphs down, in other words, it becomes very contagious, but very mild in its symptoms. That's why Delta didn't survive. It had a tendency to kill its host and never spread. That's true with any virus. The initial virus, the initial gain-of-function, laboratory-devised bioweapon that came out of either Wuhan, maybe a lab in Ukraine, maybe University of North Carolina in Chapel Hill and other locations where it was created, had the balance between, uh, shall we say, being lethal and being contagious. But once again, the numbers they told us back in 2020 were fraudulent and a lie. It was never anywhere near as deadly as they claimed. But Bob, what about all those people that died? What about all those people that, number one, died unnecessarily because of the protocols done in nursing homes and hospitals? I consider that murder premeditated. They knew what they were doing. Many medical doctors disagreed with what was being done at the time, saying this is not how we treat this. And I'd found at the CDC's own website in March, late March of 2020, how to deal with the coronavirus, SARS-CoV. In this case, SARS-CoV-1. Found it by accident, downloaded it. Said use hydroxychloroquine, very effective until they decided politically it wasn't. After all, what's killing 600,000 old people and keeping Trump out of the White House? That was kind of the idea. It was a small price to pay, 600,000 people being murdered, unnecessarily, mistreated. And how many of the, the, these incredible numbers we were told back then We found out many people that died of COVID actually died of a gunshot wound, car accident, heart attack, anything but COVID. They just happened to have tested positive sometime in the prior 60 days. So if you tested positive for COVID and got hit by a train, you died of COVID. Don't believe me? Look it up. It's true. Guarantee it's true. I started looking at some of the records. Yeah, we should be afraid of COVID because someone that's 87 smokes four packs of cigarettes a day. Alcoholic. Lives by himself. Been in and out of the VA hospital for the last year and a half. And we're supposed to be in panic mode because he died of COVID? Yeah, I saw that happen. I saw it play out when I was working in emergency management. That when we started getting the, quote, quote, COVID deaths, there was none of them under 74. And every one of them had a pre-existing condition. You know, you, you know that everything was all orchestrated. In September, I think really months before, I really think that that Pfizer, Moderna, and everybody... They've been working on this mRNA stuff for many, many, many years with nothing but failure. But they had something they believe they could convince you to take because of, you know, the rampant disease that was a killer killer. 
It would, you know, just it was just going to, you know, plow through and kill everybody. Unless we stayed six feet apart, walked in the same direction in a grocery store. God forbid you go to a mom pa store, little hardware store. No, no, you can only go to you can only go to Home Depot, and then you can't buy gardening supplies in Michigan. You can only go to Walmart. You can only go to Sam's Club. You can only go to you know the, the big box stores, Target. All theater. All theater, every bit of it. Destroyed the economy, destroyed restaurants, destroyed businesses unnecessarily. All for a lie. Kids having to study from home. Parents having learning for the first time how really wretched and rank their educational, their, their public schools are. You know, schools were demanding parents, don't you look at what we're teaching your kid? You're not allowed to do that. Parents questioning it at a school board meeting, you're a domestic terrorist. Our country is sunk to a really bad low. I want to, like I say, it's, it's all a lie. People died unnecessarily. People that were that supposedly died of COVID never died of it. And I have people that'll say, no, I know my grandmother died or who. How do you know that for sure? They wouldn't even allow you in there. You couldn't even see them. You don't know. And right now, I look at people like Fauci and the political class. They are like demons knowing they're on the verge of being thrown into the depths of the lake of fire any second. And they are like in their death throes, trying to take anyone else with them. This is their last chance, so to speak, to hold on to power, maybe stave off being thrown into that lake of fire. And so they will lie. They will do anything in their power to destroy anybody that is showing and exposing the truth. Any tool in the toolbox will work, even if they have to hit you over the head with that tool. They don't care. Because people like Biden, his press secretary, those, you know, Becara at the Health and Human Services Department, they're all just evil reprobates, every stinking one of them. They want to take away your car. They want to take away your stove. They want to take away your way of life in the name of climate change and COVID. They're going to keep banging that out until they get you to comply. Now, Megan Kelly, I'm sure many of you have heard of her. She used to be at Fox News. She's since gone. I agree with a lot of stuff that she says, and I don't agree with everything. But because she can be a little bit on the establishment side at times. And when she goes against it, that's how I think she lost her job at Fox and moved on. But she was one of those that got duped into taking the vaccine, like her sister. Matter of fact, her sister died. And this is what Megyn Kelly had to say last week. I regret getting the vaccine, even though I'm a 52-year-old woman, because I don't think I needed it. I think I would have been fine. I'd got COVID many times and I, it was well past when the vac- vaccine was doing what it was supposed to be doing. Um, and then for the first time, I tested positive for an autoimmune issue at my annual physical. <sighs> and I asked, I went to the best rheumatologist in New York and I asked her, do you think this could have to do with the fact that I got the damn booster and then got COVID? 
within three weeks. And she said, yes, yes, I wasn't the only one she'd seen that with. The truth is, I believe there's a lot of people out there that also regret taking that vaccine. But they're afraid to say anything. They're afraid of being mocked. They're afraid of being canceled. They're afraid of being pushed away by their friends on the left that buy anything COVID, even if they've had it four times. They can't admit what they've done. I have too many friends, and I'm going to talk about that. I'll wait to the other side of the break. I've got several stories you've got to hear so you don't want to go away. Please hang in there and and come back with me on the other side. Right now, I just want to make it clear. We have a lot of opportunity ahead of us as we go through this month of September. I'd like to, before October, if at all possible, expand the amount of shortwave time that I do. I'm a big believer in shortwave. I've been doing this from day one. I didn't go to shortwave and then disappear and do something just online, then come back to get more audience to come back to my online. I do this program on shortwave because I know it will be there for everybody with a radio and I don't have to worry about tech censorship. If you believe in this ministry, today's the day you need to support us. Go to the website, truththenumber2ponder.com. There's a support tab. You can support us there or make a check or money order payable to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio, Post Office Box 510. Post Office Box 510. The city is Chilhowie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowie, Virginia. And the zip code in Chilhowie is 24319. That's 24319. Now, I've got so much more to share. You've got to hear on the other side. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Preparing ye the way. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. Now it's written in Isaiah 40, prepare ye the way of the Lord in the wilderness. Make smooth in the desert a highway for our God. Let every valley be lifted up, every mountain and hill be made low. Let the rough ground become a plain and the rugged places a valley. Then the glory of the Lord will be revealed. The point? on a personal level, is this. If you want God and his power and his glory to be revealed in your life, then you have to prepare him away. Clear away the obstacles, clear away the stones, remove out of the way all things that would block his work. And you know what the biggest obstacle is to God's power? Well, 2,000 years ago, God wanted to extend salvation to the Gentiles, but to do it, he had to remove the obstacles. Well, the obstacle was Peter first. He had to blow Simon Peter out of the water by a vision of unkosher food. And then after that, when Peter had to explain it all to the other Jewish believers, he said, who was I to stand in the way? Who was I? And that says it right there. What's the biggest obstacle to God's miracle in your life? You, me, each of us. Peter realized that God wanted to do a miraculous thing. So the first thing he had to do was Get his thoughts, his attitudes, his pride, his fear, his pettiness, his, his prejudice, his, his flesh, his doubt, himself out of the way. God wants to do a wonderful thing in your life, my friend. Stop doubting it. Stop fighting it. Prepare ye the way and let it happen. God wants to bless you. And who are you to stop it? Want more? Ask for who was I? 
Now the free gift for you. What if you discovered the place where the Ark of the Covenant was? Well, a newly revealed ancient discovery just as awesome. The mystery of the temple doors, it's our free gift to you. And sapphires, daily spiritual vitamins to revitalize your walk. Or a free New Testament. How do you get these free gifts? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua. And you dial it. That's it. Just dial 1-800-YESHUA-1. And it's you'll be so blessed. But call now. 1-800-YESHUA-1. Now, the Jewish people brought you the blessings of salvation. I invite you to join with me to bring it back to them. Bless those who blessed you and reach the unreached peoples from every nation. Just call now. 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or write me direct. The Nice Jewish Boy at Box 1111. That's in Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey. And the zip? 07644. It's The Nice Jewish Boy. It's Box 1111. It's Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey. The zip? 07644. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying, Shalom Alechem, peace be to you, my friend. Clear the way in Messiah Haderach, the way of the Lord. This is Truth to Ponder. With Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of our Tuesday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Now, I've got a lot of things that I want to cover in this segment. And I hope I can get to all of them. If not, I'll just have to push a couple of things off until later this week. There's no doubt. I'm just going to finish up on the topic that we had in the first segment these mass mandates that are coming back, you're seeing you're seeing colleges and universities already saying, hey, hey, vaccine or else, uh, you know, got COVID, you got to leave the campus, go somewhere else, can't be here. They're already getting into the, well, the mode of being stupid, just plain stupid. We've never done anything like this before. We've had flu seasons that have been, more debilitating than what COVID has become in these days, but they keep it alive for a political purpose. It, it, the, it's a forced sign of mass compliance. That's what it's become. And, and thankfully, there are at least a few lawmakers, not nearly enough, that are beginning to say, you know, some of this stuff, you're bringing back craziness. You're bringing, you're bringing back insanity. You're bringing back fake science. You're, you're substituting political science for actual medical science. Just watching Fauci last week on a CNN program where even they challenged him. And they showed all of the legitimate studies that have been vetted, revetted, rechecked, triple-checked. We're not talking one study. We're not talking five or ten We're talking like 60 very well-done, professionally done studies that all came to the same conclusion. A face mask is useless. End of discussion. It stops nothing. It prevents you from getting. It doesn't work. It's useless. But they hang on to it. And they threaten to put these little masks on children These people are child abusers. Anybody that puts a mask on a little child for COVID is a child abuser of the highest magnitude. They're no better 
than people that sell children into sex slavery, in my opinion, because we know they don't work. We know the kids don't spread them. We know it raises these the CO2 level in their blood and lowers oxygen. It can damage their brains and their ability to learn. It is child abuse and should be treated as such. Anybody, you see somebody put a mask on a child, tell them that's child abuse. Oh, but my kid will get COVID and die. Morons, I've had enough. You got to call it out. You have to resist. Go into a grocery store and they say, wear a face diaper, say, I'm not coming back. If you want my business, you take it now or you'll never see me again. If you have to go to some little mom pa store, if you have to buy it some other way, you've got to find a way to let the big stores, the grocery stores, know you're not playing the game. You need to do several things. I don't care if you're in Canada, if you're in Australia, wherever. Start at your local level. And in many places, many of my listeners live in small towns. Go to your small little community or city meetings, town, village, whatever you call it, maybe your county, and let them know you're not playing this game. In smaller school board meetings, like, you know, not not Loudoun County, I understand. Loudoun County has already been reprobate. It's reprobate city. Because it's all government workers that are just have polluted brains and ideologies and weirdness. They adapt to every insane thing the Bible rejects. They embrace everything from pornography in the public in the library. You can't read it at the school board meeting, but your ten or twelve year old can read it in the school library. That's how sick these people are. And so what I'm saying is you've got to let that local school board know. If you live in a small county, like I used to live in Stevens County, Georgia, maybe Anderson County, South Carolina, where you have five school districts. Maybe you live somewhere in Georgia, uh, Maryland, upstate New York, Ohio, West Virginia. Let the people that are running for school board know if they're embracing any of this, you will never vote for them. And you get... A few dozen, maybe 50 or 60 people start telling them they're not going to vote. They're going to begin to realize they're about to lose their their nice little side job paycheck and power. Now, thankfully, there are many, many places where the, the local cities and communities and counties and even states are saying, we're not playing this game. We're not we're not on board anymore. We're done. You did it to us once, you got away with it, but never again. And if your state buys into this, then you know you have just insane, immoral leaders of the worst order. The science is not with them, only the political science. Right now, J.D. Vance from Ohio is introducing a Freedom to Breathe Act. And he hopes, I mean, I know that Biden is never going to sign it. But what you need to do is get your congressman and senator on record of where they stand on it. See, they don't like that. They don't like being called out and and, and having to answer for what they do. And so let let them know at the local level, at the state level, county level, whatever it takes. Let people begin to realize the tide has shifted. 
and they cannot bamfoozle, what a word that is, they can't bamfoozle you any longer. Now, I want to talk about a couple of other things here that, that are on my mind, and I hope I get to all of them. Just a little side note here. I spend some time on Facebook. It gives me an idea of what people are thinking. I belong to a lot of little groups, and I, I just, a lot of, really what I do is mostly observe than post. I, I, I may make a comment here and there, but only to people that I really know or on topics that I'm firmly, you know, can, can speak with authority. And I, I, I kind of try to avoid politics. There's no, there's no sense getting into an online argument. It's a waste of time. It's like, you know, it's like wrestling a pig in the mud. The pig likes it. So, you know, why bother? Why bother? So I, I've just taken this attitude when it comes to all things uh, COVID. You know, I, I'll make my statement to those that I know. There's no sense arguing with those. I, I got an email the other day, thing called fa- uh, classmates.com. I used to belong to it. And and, and they wanted me to see a picture of somebody I went to high school with that I've long since forgotten, apparently in my class. And, it, it you know, it, it's got his thing. I've got my COVID-19 vaccine, have you? And I have to wonder, is he one that may regret it someday? And, you know, I, I, I hear people say that we're going to see more and more people die prematurely. And I tend to agree what that number will be. I, I can't tell you. I just know that it's significantly higher, the people dying unexpectedly, sudden adult death syndrome, or people coming down with what's called turbo cancers. These are in numbers we've never seen before. People are really not dying of COVID. They're dying of all kinds of strange things we didn't have prior to the vaccine. By the way, speaking of the vaccine and elections and the way games are played, I mentioned in the in the prior segment, didn't have a chance to finish the thought. These companies already, but they've been working on that vaccine for a decade. I mean, this is old news. And Donald Trump, got suckered, in my opinion. He may never agree to what I'm saying, but I'm going to call it as I see it. Got suckered into Operation Warp Speed when these companies already knew what the final product would be. And they were ready to let the public know that the vaccine was ready to be put out there for the public in October. But they waited until a week after the election before they said a word. Now, why would that be? Now, forgetting what we know about the vaccine today, put that aside. What would have happened if toward the end of October, two things had happened? Operation Warp Speed has delivered a vaccine. Oh, and the Hunter Biden laptop is real. Joe Biden would not be in the White House today. The left... The evil, satanic left. And I call them that for a reason, because they are Satan. They're Satan's little spawns. They orchestrated a cover-up using 51 intelligence officers that knew full well it was a real laptop, but they lied. In other words, these 51 individuals, I think, are traitors to the Constitution. They should have their security clearances 
permanently revoked, and they should be investigated for treason, all 51 that signed it, because they knew full well they were lying. But they were trying to fraudulently influence an election. I believe there was vote cheating. There's a guy I'm going to try to get on the radio program. I'm, uh, I'm, I can't say his name right now, but I'm going to try to get him on, who's written an outstanding book. And he's the kind of guy that could probably end up taking two, three, or four radio programs to get everything he's got on the air. That's how intense the material is that he has. And I'm convinced there was there was cheating. And I am convinced that we're doing the COVID co-op, you know, the operation again, the, the you know, the covert COVID operation all over again to make sure that we can ensure mail-in ballots, these drop boxes, all the nonsense that we know damaged the credibility of the election in 2020, it's coming back. We talked last week about Georgia, how Governor Kemp allowed all that garbage in his state in 2020, fixed it in time for his re-election, and now is going to let it go right back to where it was in 2020 for the 2024 election. The man should be impeached in Georgia. The man is a disgusting individual. And the fact that he doesn't stand up and call out a political prosecution for what it is shows that he's spineless, worthless, compromised, zero integrity, and a fake and phony conservative. The man is despicable. If he was in front of me right now in this studio, I'd tell him that to his face. I'd call him a liar. I'd call him a cheat. I'd call him every word that I can get away with and still maintain my Christian faith that would come out of my mouth. He and so many of these other fraud governors and fake, phony conservatives... I've had enough of you. You disgust me. You make me want to vomit and throw up all over you because that's all you're worth is a pile of vomit. You're just evil and you're sellouts. And so they want the choice, you know, so they, and you got Biden saying, we really need to mandate the vaccine. He's, He's trying to find a way to force you to take it again. Don't let them do it. Make this something so huge it cannot be ignored. Don't comply. Absolutely do not comply with any mask or vaccine mandate. And tell your local government people, they better stand with you. They better stand with you. They got major universities demanding face diapering and vaccine proof again. This is insane. You think a college or university might actually have people with with IQs over room temperature and a little common sense, but apparently not. Seems the more woke, the more ivy is grown on the walls, the the more polluted the brains are of those that lead it. In fact, once great schools like Harvard, Yale, Princeton, all were once Bible schools to begin. That's where they started. They've gone insane. And I don't care how prestigious you think that degree from Yale Law School is. Is it really worth it? One of my best lawyer friends didn't go to Yale. What an incredible attorney. 
went to the University of South Carolina. I know another one, University of Georgia. And I can think of many even smaller schools. And they're great attorneys. They know their stuff. I, I actually look at a Harvard degree now as a negative. Someone says, well, I graduated from Harvard. I always say, so you checked your brains at the door and your common sense? Did you just buy into everything they told you? Or can you think for yourself? That should be a warning sign, in my opinion, if someone comes out of those schools today. Public schools, you and I both know they're awful. And they're dangerous places. One little, another little quick side note. I've been wanting to say this for several days. When you use social media, and if you ever see a post that says cut and paste, don't do it. You're not going to reset Facebook. You're not going to see old friends again. You're not going to protect your pictures and privacy. All that's fraud. And I'm surprised at how many people that I know that don't have the common sense to, why do they just copy and paste? Because, well, somebody said I got to copy and paste, so I copied and pasted it. And now you can see it too, and I hope you copy it. I hope your people will copy and paste it. Give me a break. I, even some ones that are, you know, nice enough sounding, you know, about I want to see if there are eight of my friends who will reply. I get that 30 times a week. If it says copy and paste to your timeline, don't do it. Please don't do it. And also anything you post, be careful. Had somebody that I know posted something. That said, oh, this is creepy. And it was Justin Trudeau, the man-child premier, uh, prime minister of, you know, of, uh, of Canada. And it says, now I want all the mothers to leave the room. This is on a television thing, by the way. To leave the room, I, I want to speak to your children. I'll wait here a moment. And everybody's saying, oh, that's creepy. Is he this? Is he that? Is he the other? Well, let me tell you something. There are a lot of things that Justin Trudeau is that I think is downright evil and wrong and despicable. Policies that I think are insane. His allegiance to the worship of the earth, Diana worship, commonly known as global warming, now called climate change, is something that I thoroughly disagree with. And you find that with Biden and and many of the other industrialized nations. So I, I went, okay, so somebody put that out there. And everybody's going, oh, creepy. Is he a pedophile? Like, just going on and on. These are Christian people, conservative people that just made complete idiots of themselves. I found the original video. It runs about a minute and a half at the end of a speech. And after the mothers leave the room, he goes, okay, kids, I just want to remind you this, this coming weekend is Mother's Day. Do something nice for your mom. And everybody's thinking that's creepy. Don't make an idiot of yourself with what you post online. Be careful. I plead with you. Be absolutely careful. Don't be suckered into copy and paste. Don't believe everything that somebody puts out. That one came from a group called Chicks on the Right. And they put out a lot of stuff that I think is garbage. Let's make sure that the information we share is accurate. I've worked for over three years to do that. For three years, this radio program has been on shortwave. By the way, 
later this week, I want to talk about things like virtual private networks and ways we can communicate and avoid, you know, the Amazon servers, the Googles, the the, the YouTubes. There, there's other alternatives out there. And I'm going to be getting deeper into that. And I would like you to be able to take advantage of being able to not have Google see everything you do. I think it's dreadfully important in these very strange times in which we live. And so I'll be doing some some radio programs on it, hopefully about how to spot frauds in elections. The same, Many of the same topics we keep having to deal with, sadly, because they won't go away. And also, I want to make it super clear right now. There is some incredible opportunity to grow this radio program on shortwave. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to choose my words very carefully here. I, I, I've worked with ministries that used to be on shortwave that left it, would say nobody listens, there's not enough money in it. Um, I actually heard one guy say, the Holy Spirit said I should never be on radio. I need to get off the radio for good. And now they're back. Suddenly, they're back. Maybe the Holy Spirit was wrong. I'm just telling you, this program has stood out there on shortwave from day one, and the day it goes off shortwave is the day this program comes to an absolute end. It won't continue as just a podcast. It will not be behind a paywall. It will not be a part of Patreon or anything else. While it's there as a free podcast on many sites, someday those sites may say no more of Bob and truth to ponder. And I know that the shortwave audience compared to the general radio audience is tiny. But I believe that we need to get the word out for people to get their own shortwave radios. They're not that expensive. I believe it may be a small audience, but it's a very powerful audience. At least those that have a radio can hear and then share what they learn with their family and friends, and in essence, be the multiplier of the message. And so, like I say, I'm a believer in shortwave. We are a small operation. I'm one person. I'm not, I'm not some big ministry that's been around for 30 or 40 years or 20 some odd years. We've been here for three years with a small investment to get us started, and we just hang on each and every month. We don't have a staff. I wish we did. I wish I had a co-host. I'm trying to get one that may volunteer for a period of time to help and see what we can do. But I am committed. I am committed to shortwave radio. I know that if I had the investment, I could get on a bunch of radio stations, you know, the AM, FM around the country, and probably within six months, it would be self-sustaining. But that's not what God has called me to do. God has called me to be on shortwave. And I still believe in it. And I want to expand it. I'm looking at additional hours, maybe at WRMI. There's another facility that may be usable for us. But right now, the budget will not permit it. It just won't. But man, if we did... It'll be many hours a night of this program and some other like-minded programs and some Christian teaching you really need.
not the fluffy stuff. So I'm really praying about it. I really am. We can talk about all the evils in the world. By the way, solar FEMA's down to its last $3.8 billion. Well, maybe if we didn't keep sending those billions to Ukraine, we might be able to fix things in Maui or Florida or elsewhere. And the fact that money doesn't go very far shows it's a bloated organization. There are things that need to be fixed in this country. But my job is not to fix this nation in terms of its policy. My job is to get the good news, this to let you know the truth, steer you to the cross, get you right with your Savior, let your voting follow the dictates of your faith. I don't think we can truly save this nation. We can just stave off its final demise. That's all we can do. And in that process, the most important thing that you and I can ever do is to bring more into the family, into the kingdom, to make believers and disciples. And that's why I do this radio program. Like I say, I'm just a one-man effort with a handful of friends that are willing to join me from time to time on the program. And they help me out. I'm reaching out to a number of people and hopefully some will say yes and then it'll take a little bit of a burden off me but also improve the show that I deliver to you each and every day and that's what I'm trying to do. Shortwave time is not free. I mean it's real easy to do the online stuff. I mean I built my own website. It cost me just nickels and dimes to keep the website going. I own the software to produce the radio program. And I I purchased a music library that is designed for use on radio and internet. So we do all the things we're supposed to do to keep the program going. I want to see it grow. Like I say, I could just be online. It'd be real easy. I could do this show two or three times a week and not even have to worry about making the program the correct length. But this takes effort, but it takes your prayers and support. Today, visit our website, truththenumber2ponder.com. You can support us using Give, Send, Go. We really could use it. Or you can send a check or money order made payable to Ancient Word Radio, Ancient Word Radio, Post Office Box 510, Post Office Box 510, Chilhowee, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowee, Virginia, zip code is 24319, P.O. Box 510, Chilhowee, Virginia, zip code 24319, make the check payable to Ancient Word Radio. Until tomorrow, may God bless. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.